am Amiger Garen with the Independent Radio Hour on WBAI 99.5 FM. And I would like to welcome our second guest, Nilu Shruti. Nilu is a birth justice advocate and midwifery student and the founder of Love Child, a support space for expecting and new parents located in Manhattan's West Village. Nilu just wrote an article for us called Black Mothers Matter for the Independent June issue. And uh, we're very excited to have her on. We'll be talking about Black mothers and midwives and how New York State can begin to reverse longstanding racist policies and practices that have allowed the medical industry to maximize profits off of childbirth while doing great harm. Thank you so much for joining us, Nilu. And um, why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about your article? Thank you so much for having me. Um, uh, I wanted to speak to the roots of New York State's uh, maternal mortality crisis. Um, so while folks were marching last May uh, for George Floyd, they were also marching for Amber Rose Isaac, Shaizia Washington, and Cordell Street, three Black mothers um, that died last year um, while giving birth. Um, Black people in the U.S. suffer disproportionately when they give birth due to centuries of structural racism and a medical system that over the past century has labored mightily to turn birth from a natural physiological process into a much more expensive uh, medical managed procedure. Um, and New York in particular could begin to address some of uh, New York's uh, you know, disparities in maternal mortality by uh, empowering more Black midwives and more community birth options such as birth center. Um, the uh, history of this is longstanding. Um, this is because um, in the 1900s, the U.S. actually had 100,000 midwives and they attended approximately half of all births. Many of these were Black immigrant indigenous midwives, had extensive training in their home countries. Um, but however, today it's estimated that there are only under 15,000 midwives in the U.S., fewer than 1,000 of whom who are Black and attend only 8% of births. And this is due to a systematic disenfranchisement by the mostly white medical establishment of physicians and nurses um, who disenfranchised these community midwives through legislation such as the Federal Shepherd Towner Act of 1921, mostly painting midwives as dirty, ignorant, uneducated um, in this racist ad campaign masquerading as um, maternal and infant protection. Um, so what we have right now is a new professional class of white nurse midwives um, who largely work um, in hospitals um, while community midwives are still in New York State, um, not only not able to practice, even though they have uh, the ability to practice in 37 other states, New York State continues to criminalize community midwifery to the point where um, midwives who have been working for the last 30 years in maternity deserts upstate in Mennonite and Amish countries are being arrested and prosecuted. Um, so it is absolutely urgent, especially given that um, given that we're in, you know, coming out of the pandemic that we invest in community midwives um, in New York State. Right. And so, you know, what you described basically is that we've had black and community midwives who've been pushed out of, um, you know, being able to practice midwifery in a viable way over, you know, decades, hundreds of years at this point. Um, that's left us in a dismal situation. Um, and we have also 
black mothers dying at a disproportionate rate. We have less black midwives and more black mothers dying. Um, Now talk a little bit about what is going on in New York with the midwifery situation in general. Let's zoom out for a second here um, because I think people might be a little bit shocked to hear uh, how, how dismal it is here. So just to talk about New York State in particular, so New York State um, has the 11th highest C-section rate um, in, among all the other states, um, as well as like the 13th highest maternal mortality rate. Um, uh, in terms of racial disparities in maternal mortality, mostly it's, you know, across the U.S., it's about black mothers are about three times more likely um, to to experience that versus in New York City in particular, uh, we're seeing that it's almost 12 times more likely to see these racial disparities in maternal mortality. So it is significant. Um, and currently, there are 37 other states, so states such as California and Texas and Florida and Pennsylvania, have not only given license to not just nurse midwives, but to community midwives as well, and seeing their um, maternal mortality rates uh, drop significantly. Furthermore, uh, the differences between nurse midwives and community midwives are significant in the sense that community midwives are three times more likely to be somebody, a midwife of color. Um, So it's imperative that we empower um, community birth um, so that, uh, especially so that uh, community workers and black midwives can serve their um, their communities. And what action is being taken to, to do that now? Of course. Um, so currently we're very excited for the last 20 years there's been a fight um, to, to legislate for community midwifery. We have a bill uh, in the assembly um, that is currently sponsored and so the big ask is for um, uh, everybody to get on board to call their assembly members, their state senators to sponsor um, and co-sponsor this community midwifery bill that will allow community midwives to practice in New York State. Right, absolutely. And we just have a couple more minutes here. Um, but tell us a little bit about um, why it's important that this bill passes and how, you know, how the the lack of this bill um, creates a huge, um, huge barrier for community midwives to to practice currently? Yeah, so currently there is, um, you know, we don't have, there's a global shortage of midwives and we have a shortage of midwives here um, in New York City as well. So this will just allow community midwives who specialize in birth center and home birth um, to be able to have full scope of practice, which means that um, you can also start to part of my article also does talk a little bit more about birth centers and why New York State does not have birth centers, which in comparison to California, which has 56, Texas has 92, Florida has 32 birth centers, but New York State only has two. Um, and the reason for that are these certificate of need laws that are championed by our executive. And there currently a bill that did pass the Assembly and Senate that we're very excited about that will hopefully get signed by the governor to remove those barriers. So it's important that we invest in community birth options and community midwives so that we can improve and expand out of hospital birth. Um, Just this, just last year, I was on the show talking about um, uh, birthing during the pandemic um, because at this point in time last year, um, as you can imagine, somebody who was giving birth was terrified to go into the hospitals. Um, for fear of contracting COVID. And 
as a result, people left the state to give birth, people switched to home birth, they were calling their home birth midwives, um, and home birth midwives received as much as like, you know, 100 calls a day. Um, so investing in out of hospital community birth options is good em emergency preparedness, but it's also really good for uh, public and for birthing people. And right. um, this is the basic floor for birth justice. There's a lot more that we can work on, but these two issues, just in terms of empowering um, Black midwives, community birth options, community midwifery, um, would go a long way um, to helping New York's birthing people. Thanks so much. And a reminder to our listeners that you can call your representatives um, to push forward this bill. Is there a name of the bill quickly? Yes, the bill is for community midwifery. Um, community and, midwifery. Great. So if you could call, push, go ahead. And the governor for the birth center bill. For community midwifery and the governor for the birth center bill. All right, everybody, and please read Nilu's article either in our issue, um, June issue 264, or online. It's Black Mothers Matter by Nilu Shruti. And um, um, one more thing, I completely forgot to mention our artist in the previous musical interlude. That was the Parkmen, and they are a Washington Square Park staple group that plays Bob Dylan covers. We are going to have our second musical break, and we will be back. Thanks so much for joining us. 